the strength and the ability and the accuracy and the speed. Oh gosh, you know I'm the best in the world. He's right in front of me and I can honestly tell him that I'm gonna knock him spark out. Yes, welcome back guys to another edition of TDs and Flying Knees, your premier one-stop channel for mixed martial arts, boxing, and fantasy football. Guys, we actually cover combat. What a great weekend of fights. I can't wait to talk about it, uh, but real quick before we get into it, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like button. It helps with the visibility of the show and all that algorithms and all that nerd stuff. Subscribe, uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, we can't get the word out without you guys. And uh, without further ado, let me introduce the panel of extraordinary gentlemen. What's going on, guys? I'm back. They try to poison me. I'm back. Better than ever. Hey, what's going on? DJ here. Uh, just ready to get uh, Let's get this show started. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us again, guys. Can't wait to start the show. Our producer, Chris. Fuck yeah. Man, by far, like, the best speech I've ever heard in the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At the end. About dicks, assholes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, people like uh, King Young Moon are the assholes. Now, people like the celebrities are the pussies. Now, we we are the dicks. The dicks fuck the pussies, but never every now and then the dicks gotta fuck the assholes because if not, the assholes just shit all over everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's a great week. And you know what it is your host with the most smooth Steven Cruz. All right, guys, let's get right into it. I'm going to kick it off to Jeff, and we're going to talk about our thoughts on the past weekend fights. Yeah, let's get into it, guys. I just have a, two fights that I'm really excited about, I feel like everyone should be excited about, that were announced this past week, and that's uh, one of them is in the light heavyweight division. Magomed Ankalaev will fight Tiago Santos at a UFC event on March 12th. Uh, that's a, about between two top 10 light heavyweight uh, fighters, and I'm excited, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure, I, I said this after Uncle Live's last fight, that he'd be in line for a title shot, but I think they're going to go with uh, Jiri. I think he'll be the next, first guy to fight Glover. So yeah, he'll have to stay busy, and this is a great fight. So I, I'm, I don't like that matchup for Jiri, especially because I like him a lot. I just don't Glover? Like yeah, yeah. I, I don't like it either, man. I might be able to take him down. Yep. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, great fight there, and great fight between Uncle Live and Santos. And then the other one is in the welterweight division. It's uh, Steven Thompson and Bilal Muhammad. Uh, they're going to fight a UFC event on December 18th. And I believe those are two uh, top 10 welterweights too. So uh, two great matchups. And uh, Thompson versus Muhammad is going to be great, dude. I think Thompson will keep it standing. So we'll get a striking match there. Sure. And um, yeah, should be a fun one, both of them. But yeah, so let's get into the event from this weekend, man. It's uh, UFC Vegas 42, Holloway versus Rodriguez. And let me be the first to say that I I uh, kind of shit on Rodriguez's boxing last week. I said that his boxing was below average for a no. a uh, UFC fighter. I don't and think you shit on it last week. I think it was every time we talked about this matchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much every time. Uh, and, you know, I'll be the first to say that I was wrong, man. Yair Rodriguez surprised me. He didn't only surprise me 
uh, none of the kicks, none of that kicking stuff surprised me. I expected that. I knew that was going to be, you know, something special, but his boxing was actually pretty good, dude. His, and he had a good jab and he threw, um, good combinations. So, uh, just an awesome fight, uh, between two warriors, dude. He really, uh, earned my respect. And I know for a fact that he's been working on the boxing because he hasn't fought in two years. So you can improve a lot in two years, you know? Yeah, what was so his last he, fight? Cater, right? When he got knocked out with the elbow? Oh, no, no, I don't think he's fought Cater. Um, no, well, not Cater. Um, I think the last person he Mendes, fought, no? No, it might have been Jeremy Stevens. Oh, there you go. Jeremy might've Stevens. Been his yeah. last fight. But um, yeah, there it is. His, yeah. he never looked super comfortable. Yeah, I see Jeremy Stevens. He never looked super comfortable when he had a box. Uh, but against one of the pound-for-pound best boxers in the UFC, Max Holloway, he looked... Really good. So, yeah, that chin held up and everything. Yep, man. earned all of my respect, and uh, that was an awesome fight. Dude, as a Holloway fan, he needs to stop taking these fights, man. He has too much to lose I mean, taking all these no fights. There's no one else for him to fight. I mean, no, I, and I get it, but I mean, just wait for, for Volkanovski. Yeah, but did, did you hear what he said? He said, he said, the UFC told me I could wait. I could wait and fight the champ, but uh, that's not what the best do. The best fight the best to prove that they're the best. Oh, I love that. I wish that every fighter had... That mentality, and unfortunately, they they all don't think that way. So Max is one of the special ones in all the combat sports yeah, who definitely. likes to test himself. You know, every fight, fight so the you, best. They so do. do you think if he's doing that, you think when uh, with the McGregor stare down that he posted, do you think the the matchup will actually happen? I hope. I hope that him and McGregor end up fighting, man. Uh, yeah. Where do you think they're meeting at? One forty five. Fifty five. Fifty five. Now I don't think Con- Connor can ever make one forty five again. He's too big now. But yeah, I think Max would, would. I think after the fight, they asked him. What's next for you? And he said, I have a lot of options, you know, so we'll see. Um, he did call it Connor. Yeah, he said something about McGregor. He wants to redo, redo that uh, redo that fight. Yeah, that'd be awesome, dude. Uh, and, and if he does take that fight. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah awesome. A UFC, that's a pay-per-view headliner right there. So that'd be that'd be great. What do you guys think about the fight? Oh, did you guys see Yair's foot after the fight? It's hard to put it. Yeah, his foot was was nasty, yeah. dude. Really it bad. was it was a balloon. It was looked. It was a doctor stoppage, though, right? No, no, he fought <laughs> he to the end, to dude. After looking at his foot, I don't know how he kept fighting like that. Dude. Oh, it was it all adrenaline nasty. at that point, dude. It was bad, dude. He wanted to, yeah. That was he has heart. That guy has heart. There's no, there's no doubt about it. That was an exciting fight. Um, back and forth action, nonstop. You know, um, it went everywhere. And uh, mainly on the feet, though, but I liked it. And they were, and they were cool. They were, you know, at the end of the fight, they congratulate each other. Such humble yeah. people, both of those guys. You know, shout outs. You know, those mm-hmm. guys were class act. Yeah. Know, that was a great fight, though. Showed a lot of respect to each other after yep. the fight. Yep. So and uh, it was cool. We got to see Holloway use some of his wrestling. We never see that from him because yeah. he's so good on the feet. He but did take him down a couple times, too. Got a couple takedowns, which is which was new, or not new, but I guess something we hadn't seen from him in a while because he's so dominant on the feet. Yair was so good that he forced Max to use his wrestling. But that's what the best do, man. They find a way to win. You know, they have more than one way to win, and they and they utilize all the tools in their bag. I think so. if uh, Yair would have stayed disciplined with the leg kicks and not kept brawling, that's, that's what I meant earlier. He could have won. He could have won because he was eating up that leg. Just yeah. in that first round, in the man. First round, he didn't like yep. it. Bad, he and then he just, yep. you know, just like a boxer forgetting to jab, he just, he got jabbed a yeah. couple times. And yeah, he just and wanted, he just wanted to brawl. He wanted to, you know, they back. both whipped out their dicks. They wanted to see who had a bigger dick, yep. basically, man. But, yeah, and then yeah, Max, yeah, he's tiny, but he's Samoan, so. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
uh yeah i think uh yeah you're right you had a lot of success in the first round he was landing that over and over like max better do something and he landed a couple hard shots to the to your space you know a lot of a lot of uh, a couple hard punches and he forgot his game plan. That's what happens, right? Everyone got, has a plan until you get got, punched in the he face. He got stuck with a sweet jab in the first round, and that's when he started opening up more. Yeah. Oza, I think he got stuck with a one-two, and it cut him over yeah. the under the left eye. Yeah. But, um, yeah. He just, I guess once you get punched in the face, most people's reactions, I want to punch him back in the face. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happened. He and he was throwing some heat. Yeah, I hear yeah. look like he had some power, man. He landed a nice up kick from the floor. That was pretty nice mm-hmm. right off the bat, too. So that was pretty sweet out. That's kind of scary watching Holloway trying to walk into his guard. Yep. Um, but that was a great fight, man. Yeah. Hope all you uh, all the listeners got to watch that fight because it was a it was a treat for sure. That's all the, all we have for the uh, MMA. This this. Uh, yeah. Well, what were your guys' thoughts on um, David Benavides real quick before we get into the real main event? Oh no! Yeah, he looked good. Uh, he called out Canelo and and Charlo right after. So mm-hmm. he said oh, they're he scared. Just, yeah, he called yeah. Charlo a pussy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't. He didn't say Canelo was a pussy. He no, called Charlo a pussy. He, he knows better. Yeah. He didn't call Canelo a pussy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I do think he wants to fight Canelo. I don't think that's. A, I don't think it's a good idea on either Dude, side. I've him. I've heard I've heard a lot of comments and a lot of people say that they'll lose respect for Canelo if he doesn't take a Benavides or Charlo fight next. Which, in my opinion, in my opinion, like I don't know, bro, like. Let, let the guy rest and, I don't know, let him pick his opponents. I mean, y'all let Mayweather do it for years. True. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> every boxer does it. Look at what Tank Davis is, is you know, doing right now. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think that uh, it's – this is why I don't think it's good. Benavides is going to be a star. You know, he's going to be a star. He's undefeated. Why would you want to risk his O against Canelo? Like, why? He's young, man. He's too young. Let him become a star. Tank is 26, hasn't fought anybody notable, you know? Let this guy – become something that uh that uh, it's like it could be like a passing of the torch you know canelo's gonna retire you know might be within the next five years or so you know don't i I say like you can have him fight kayla plant that'd be a great matchup right i don't know if it makes all the sense in the world but kayla plant's good then he mentioned a couple other names charlo that would be cool um i don't think canelo has anything to worry about with charlo benavides he could beat canelo but he can also lose to him and I, i just don't think it'd be a good idea but it would be an awesome fight either way dude Great yeah, fight. fight. All right, guys. Main event. What a fight. Pure warrior shit, man. Gabriel Rosado versus Jaime Munguia. Wow, what a fight, guys. On to Zan. Man, back and forth. Just, I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts? No, it was great. It was a, it was a war. Uh, I think, like, uh, your comment on Jair earlier, I, I think Rosado kind of stepped away from the jab. And that's what kind of helped uh, Munguia, you know, take the advantage, late, especially in the later rounds. Because, I mean, I think I had Rosado win about four or four rounds, in my opinion. Yeah, what I noticed is that just Munguia was throwing punches and bunches, man. He was throwing, he was not throwing one or two at a time. He was throwing like three, four, five at a time. Oh, yeah. They were saying yeah. that's the most uh, Rosado's ever been punched in his career. Yeah, he, he threw so much more. And, um, yeah, Rosado, he had an overhand right that he was landing yeah. pretty good. Um yeah, I know that Munguia has a has a chin, man. He, yeah. he, he has a chin because he, he got caught clean a, a bunch of times, way more than Rosado, in my opinion. He was getting bullied in there, though, Munguia. He needs to get a little stronger, I think. You know, there there are he did win and he yes, won, I he, think, he comfortably. Needs to, he needs to get like a, a – in Spanish, it's called a colmillo. It's like 
it's it, it's the dirty dirty tactics because that's where Osado kept doing it. every every time they hugged each other and got in the clinch, Mungia would just stare at the ref and this mm-hmm. dude would was sneaking a jab, sneaking think, an yeah. uppercut. I think he was just, think he was just shocked though. He's uh, he was absorbing so much damage. You know, I think he's just inexperienced and he's just too green. He's really young. Yeah. that's a good point, Steve. Yeah, Rosado's just a vet man. Like I said in the last episode, he's been there, been in there with the who's who. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but that definitely was his biggest test, unless you you know. Anyway, was a big test. Uh, who we're gonna talk about later because he's he's uh fighting Tim Zhu. Uh, nice. But yeah, it, it was a great fight, man. I I knew it. Like uh, I told you guys, uh, if you're just starting out with boxing, this is the fight to watch. And it was it didn't, it didn't it, yeah, it didn't disappoint, man. Mungia looks so good. I mean, he started every combo out with the jab, and then like I said, a bunch of hooks after. And I loved how he ended every combo with the left to the body. It just—he's a beast, man. Yeah, he had a—he had a really good double hook. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing fight, dude. I enjoyed every second of it. But if that was your first boxing match you've ever watched, please don't expect them all to be that way. Yeah. Because unfortunately, we don't have the matchups. Ain't always that perfect. It's you usually know? It happens with the uh, you know Puerto Rican and the Mexican. Yeah, they, they, those guys like to throw down yeah i think now. it's that uh puerto rican mexican aura mm-hmm. yeah Munguia has a, he has real good stamina dude he surprised me that he kept yeah. that tempo while yeah, fighting yeah exactly mm-hmm. i mean for the way he was getting lit up and then just still put the pressure and then he too <laughs> called out canelo too right is yeah. that yeah yeah everybody wants payday. that canelo fight payday. Payday. that payday yeah <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, that's 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 what people want. I think I think right now the only one around that weight that has a chance to really beat him is Benavides. Uh, I don't think Munguia is ready for that yet. But um, no, no, he he knows? took way too many clean shots. Uh, yeah, he still needs to work on his defense. Yeah, baby, you want baby? I know that. All right. Um, I guess uh, I'll kick it off to. Je- is there anything else about this? Anything you want to add about Munguia and Rosado? Other than I mean, it was just. Awesome. I actually want to rewatch it again, man, because it was it was uh, really good. Yeah, that's that's the kind of fight it was, man. Like they didn't back down from each other. You know me, this ain't the first time we've talked about boxing and styles. And that's the kind of style I like to see right there. Two guys that sign the dotted line to to get in a ring together and, you know, box and they put on a show. You know, they, they both walked forward. They traded hands. And one guy was declared the winner, you know, and that's what I like to see two guys go in there and really put it on the line, try to go out there and hurt somebody, not just how try. Ma- how many rounds did you give uh, Rosado? Dude, they were so close, man. Uh, yeah, but, there's some close rounds. But um, yeah, I, I thought that Munguia won comfortably. I didn't think when the fight ended, I didn't think it would be split or even, you know, that close. So I'd say like maybe four or five. No, 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 maybe, maybe not. I'd say around four. Say around yeah, four rounds, around there. Uh, I thought Mungia comfortably won the fight. He's just landing, landing more, you know, more often. But yeah, that that's those are my thoughts on. It. All right, guys, let's get into the fight reviews happening this week. Action-packed week, I guess. Um, we'll start it off with Wednesday, November seventeenth. All right, you got my boy Tim Zhu versus Tay Shi Inu Inue. I don't know if I pronounced his name right. We haven't done this in a while, guys. Takashi. Yeah, sorry. Jeff tried to help me because he didn't want to drink. 
Yeah, man, I'm a high on on, on Tim Zoo, man. Uh, he's a beast, just like his father, bro. Yeah. So uh, Tim Zoo, he's 19 and 0, 15 knockouts. His nickname is the Soul Taker. Like I said, I'm high on Tim. He's accurate, powerful. He has a powerful one too. He has a great uppercut, who which he uses to floor people. Great left hook to the body, and uh, his best win is uh, probably Jeff, probably Jeff Horn and um. This is a Wednesday fight. It's a pay-per-view over there in Australia. He's a big pay-per-view star in Australia. The bad thing about this is it's his fights are very hard to find. I think on his last fight, uh, it was hard to find a stream too. So um, it sucks because Tim Zoo is a beast. And uh, man, if I had a couple millions on me, I would definitely throw some money that way to get him promoted in the U.S. Because I think he could be a star, man, because his dad was a star here. And um, I think he could be a star, man. Like he, he, someone needs to take a chance. He's on this guy, man. He's fighting real, uh, real quick. Didn't he fight like two months ago, right? Yeah, he he had uh, he was supposed to fight a a fellow Australian rival, something with the ass Sassafran or something like that. But he pulled out due to COVID. He didn't feel safe. Some gay <laughs> shit like that. And uh, <laughs> for real, man. And um, uh, Steve Sparks came in like three days notice, I believe. I think he took him out in three rounds, I believe, off the top of my head. But Tim Zhu is getting his first real test in uh, Inoue, man. He's 17-1 and one with one draw, 10 KOs. Uh, his only loss is to Jamie Munguia, mm -hmm. which he made him work, and it was a competitive fight. Munguia did win comfortably, but it was uncomfortable for him. He made him work. Like I said, uh, he has a good chin. He, he comes forward, pressure fighter, lots of punches, high work rate. That's the kind of guy you're going to get from anyway. This is going to be a great fight. Perfect fighter to test uh, Tim Zhu. And, um, Any, anyways, looks jacked. Too. Yeah, man. Uh, DJ was fight. telling me he looked really jacked. Yeah. Very handsome huge. guy. <laughs> he looks pretty big. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, he, he did lie. look jacked, man. Yeah, this is going to be a great test for, for Tim. And an action-packed fight, guys. I'm calling it. If, if if you can find a stream, this is in Australia, so I, I'm guessing this is what in the morning for us, Wednesday morning. I don't even know. I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I think it's like what maybe six or seven in the morning our time, something like that. Uh, yeah. If you can, if you can find the stream, awesome. If not, I'm sure the knockout. Because <laughs> yeah. that's my pick. I'm picking uh, Tim Zhu by KO in the in the later rounds, man. I I think he's something special. And I think he can make work of, of a guy that uh, other people had a tough time with. Uh, any thoughts about this, guys? No, yeah, I have him winning by knockout too. He's an exciting, exciting fighter, and like like you said, I just hope he gets it promoted over here. Yeah, yeah. make that jump and go over here. Then we can get uh, more fans, uh, better time slot for us too, because um, it's kind of hard watching during the day over there, right? But um, I mean, he's exciting. This is gonna be a good matchup. It's, it's gonna be war. It's just. This is a great card right here. Yeah, and uh, all right. Uh, next up, we have on Friday, November nineteenth, Demetrius Bubu Andraj versus Jason Quigley, middleweight, twelve rounds for uh, Andraj's WBO title. I believe he's ranked number three. Uh, Bubu, he's thirty and zero with eighteen KOs. Even though uh, Andrade is an American, everybody that infamous Canelo clip is from uh, Boo Boo trying to uh, 
Crash Canelo's post press conference. He's, he's been getting a lot of uh, praise from Eddie uh, Eddie Hearn too. Yeah, dude. Uh, like, uh, he's saying that he's like he said he's the hardest guy to find a fight for. It's and, true, man. Uh, I didn't didn't I didn't dig what Canelo said that he's a horrible fighter. I don't think he's a horrible fighter, man. Uh, I think he's really good, man. Like I said, he's thirty and zero. I think Canelo's just saying that because he's not finishing his fights. Maybe. Yeah, uh, he has eighteen KOs. He's six one, long reach. And uh, like Luis said, what Eddie Hearn said, uh, he is one of the most ducked fighters in boxing. He can get, he cannot get anybody within the top five to fight him. He just cannot get those big fights. Uh, apparently, Munguia ducked him. I mean, everybody ducked him. He can't get those big fights, man. But he's he's a talented guy. He was someone I um used to be high on a lot, man. Uh, a little bit about Andre uh, or Boo Boo for short. He can switch hit, box from mid-range uh, without getting hit, man. He's really good, good footwork. Uh, he can close the distance fast, and he has great head movement, man. And overall, he's pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. <laughs> but uh, I used to be really high on Boo Boo, but uh, he's been looking very bad his last couple of performances. But I just think it's just... The lack of motivation. I mean, like, how would you feel if you dedicated your whole life and can't get these big fights with these guys that you feel that you can beat? Because every every fighter feels it's, that they're the best in the world. Right? You know it's what like I mean? A, like that's like the that was like the triple G issue. He couldn't get fighters to fight him because he was knocking everybody out. Yeah, this, this guy he can't get people to fight him because he's gonna beat you on the. On yeah, the I was about to say because he's not getting knocked he's out. Not gonna get knocked yeah, out. he's, he's just a, a slick defensive fighter, and uh, yeah, he's gonna beat you. Now, on the point. Yeah, nowadays with brawlers, I mean, they, they don't want that fight. And I wouldn't doubt that's why Canelo wouldn't want to fight him. Yeah, and he he fights. he has he is slick, but he does have that. He does have enough power to knock to. Take someone out. Yeah, he has, he has power. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Which is yeah, it's it's crazy that he's not known for like uh, a KO artist when he does have eighteen, you know, in his record. So. Yeah, but it's true. He has not looked good against some bad, bad like B level, C level comp, not even B level, C level competition, man. Yeah, so maybe that's it, man. Like a uh, guys like Canelo and Triple G. Uh, when these guys did fight guys that shouldn't have been in there with them, they they proved that they shouldn't have been in there with them. They made it. Made everyone know and made it very obvious. Hey, this guy don't belong in the ring with me. You know, and uh, Canelo fought, I think, this uh, Avni Yildirim a couple fights back, maybe three, four fights ago. Yeah. And you know, he he that guy had no business being in there with him. He was a champion, whatever his uh, mandatory. I don't know what he was, but yeah. somehow he landed a fight with Canelo. Had no I know business. it seemed like Canelo betted on a certain round because yeah, he, <laughs> Canelo knocked him out when he won. Had no fucking business. Like. He actually quit. Yeah, he quit in the middle of the rounds. So. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, but. It seemed like Canelo was just chilling. I, th- I think it, he quit in the fourth. Mm-hmm. But it looked like Canelo was just giving away like the first three rounds, and then yeah. as soon as he turned it up, he quit. Yeah, but the, the point the point I was trying to make is that he yeah. just he had no business being in there, and uh, Canelo made it known, you know, and, and that's what it looked like. Also, Triple G when he fought guys that had no business being in there, what do you do? He treated them like that, you know, he got him out of there pretty quickly. Uh, that's what Andrade needs to do, you know. Maybe if he started doing that, these guys would have more respect for him. I thought maybe he's just unmotivated, or he's trying to look bad on purpose to get the fight, so people could, could take the I, risk. I could see that. Because uh, I, I, like I said, like being so discouraged, like your whole, your whole life's been dedicated to boxing, you can't get those big fights. I would feel a little kind of like unmotivated, you know, and that kind of leads to the performance, or kind of, or I could see him, you know, looking bad on purpose. I mean. Anyway, he's a talented fighter, yeah. and I hope he does get in the ring so we can all see if he is the real deal. And uh, 
Quigley, honestly, he was a he was a, a great amateur boxer, but not on the level of a Boo Boo. This is he doesn't belong in there with Boo Boo. Uh, I hope Boo Boo gets my pick is Boo Boo getting a a late round stoppage in the ninth. I think he has to, and hopefully he could uh, land that big fight, man. Yeah, I hope I hope Boo Boo gets that finish to keep his stock up. Because who do you think should fight him, Steve? Who would you like to see fight him? I would like to see Munguia because now if he beats quickly, that's his mandatory. So they're at one sixty. Uh, yeah, I believe yeah, yeah one sixty. Yeah, they're one below. One uh, yeah, he has the WBO title. He that'd be his mandatory. So so that's like Charlo, right? Jamal Charlo. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I would really like to see Andrade versus Andrade versus Charlo, man. Like that. That's they, probably they've first been, on my list. They've been calling each other out, man. Everybody, Boo Boo, Charlo. And uh, Swift, um, what's his name? Um, Danny? Gerald Heard. No, not, Gerald. not yeah. The uh, one of my favorite fighters at one fifty four. They all been calling each other out because they all were at one fifty four before. Right. But nothing's been happening. But we'll see. Hope he gets this knockout, man. And uh, just real quick, I thought I mentioned also on Saturday UK fights, uh, cruiserweight contest on Sky Sports. Uh, I don't honestly. I couldn't even care less about the uh, the main event. I'm just uh, my boy, uh, Florian Marku. He's on the undercard. I, I, I was saying also to my coach, when I wear these gloves, eight inches, I feel like I have bombs in my hands. I knew I would finish this guy. Nothing personal, but this is my life, you know? He's on the undercard. Like I said, I'm high on Marku. He's an ex-kickboxer, turnboxer. He's 9-0 he's, he's, uh, now. He had a huge test against uh, Prodon. I believe his last fight where he was tested. But uh, like I said, I'm high on Marku. I just thought I mentioned that because I will be watching and it's a fighter that I like. And uh, like I said, he, he can do it all. He could box off the back foot. He could switch it. He's got power and he's marketable, man. He's got that big personality and he's packing He's packing the arenas, man. He's He's been dubbed the Albanian King. I dig him. Yeah, I can't wait to see him. Like I said, I, I could care less about the, uh, the actual main event. But um, um, I want to see uh, Florian Marku. And this is a step back into the opponent, unfortunately. But uh, like I said, I'm a fan and I want to see. I guess we're going to get into the boxing main event of the weekend real quick. And then I'll hand it over to Jeff for the MMA. Since we, uh, I thought we, I'd do boxing first since we had that Tim Zoo fight on Wednesday anyway. Just go in order so I won't confuse you guys. So Saturday, November 20th, Terrence Crawford. Versus Sean Porter, welterweight battle, 147, 12 rounds for Crawford's WBO title. This is a big fight. This is the big one. Two elite welterweights going at it. Let me get into it. Sean Porter, he's 31 and 3, 17 KOs. His only losses are to Kell Brook, Earl Spencer, and uh, Keith Onetime Thurman. He's a tough fight for anybody at 147. I mean... Sean Porter's fought everybody. I mean, he even beat Daniel Jacobs in the amateurs. He's been part. He Porter is no stranger to big fights. He's been doing big fights his last couple of fights. Constant pressure. Great at cutting off the ring. Not your typical pressure fighter. He has great uh, shot selection. And he also has an underrated jab, in my opinion, that he's going to need to use uh, so he can get on the inside. Man, he stays real low. He's, he's, been, he's been known to smother his work. But, you know, staying low, that, that gives him the momentum uh, that he gets from those uh, lefts and right hooks. And he's great on the inside, really strong on the inside, man. 
And uh, he's big in, like I said, he's been in there with the who's who. I mean, he's been in there with Earl Spence, Udgas, Danny Garcia, Adrian Granados, Andre Berto, Keith Thurman, Adrian Broner, Kel Brook, and Polly Maginati, man. He's been in there with a lot of great people, man. He's tough. Terrence Crawford, man. Everybody say, oh, well, why are you throwing fire with fire when you can just outbox him? Because I love it. Terrence Crawford, 37-0, 28 KOs. Power and technique, man. That's how I sum him up. He's one of the most accurate punchers I've ever seen. Terrence Crawford is one of the best fighters alive, in my opinion, man. He's great. He's a great counterpuncher. He could switch it. He could do it all, man. And if you see him come out in that southpaw stance, if you see him switch to that southpaw stance, that means he's trying to get you out. That means he's trying to put some hurt on you, man. He's a great fighter, man. I'm really high on him. I mean, I was a fan after I saw him take out, um, I believe, uh, Gamboa. That was a great fight, man. That made me an instant, instant fan. You can even check on my Facebook. I put him as my background after that fight. It was a great fight. The thing is, sometimes the best don't always sell. In my opinion, he's 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 one of the best pound for pound behind like Canelo, and um, I don't care. I, I don't know. I don't have my pound for pound list, but I'm saying he's up there, top three definitely. But he's he his first pay per view he did with Victor Posto only did fifty thousand. Ter- that's terrible. He's been badly promoted, man. And when you have Bob Arum saying that every time Crawford fights, he loses money. I mean, you don't say that about your best fighter. who's possibly the best fighter in the world other than Canelo, you know? That's crazy, man. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. This is his last fight on top of a top-ranked deal. Let's see where he goes. Um, maybe he gets signed with PBC, and we get to see that Earl Spence and... Uh, and Terrence Crawford fight. But um, real quick, my pick is Terrence Crawford, obviously. And I, I think he's going to get the stoppage. It's hard. You don't get a stoppage. You don't finish Sean Porter. You know what I mean? And I think he's going to get the stoppage. I think he late get to the like seventh, eighth round. Yeah, I, I think he gets the late round stoppage as well. And uh, Yeah, but I, I think if he really does want six, a, a, six? a next big so. fight, oh, no, no, he no, has no, to knock him out. Fights. Yeah, yeah, it's not telling me. You know, and, it, and it's sad to say that. that about him because he is such a great fighter. You know, I think he's one of the best. But I, he, I think, I think if he wants that Earl Spence fight, he has to knock him out. He has to yeah. stop him. I, I, I think he is, man. Just think about this. He took out Kell Brook faster than Triple D, Triple G did, and Kell Brook moved up to middleweight to fight Triple G. And Terrence Crawford took him out, man, because he has that power. Yeah. he has accuracy. He has speed. He has timing. And he has the IQ, man. He's he's the real deal, guys. MMA fans, tune in. This is going to be a great fight because Sean Porter makes anybody work for that victory. And this is going to be biggest test of both men's career, man. This is going to be a great fight, man. I cannot wait. Uh, what, are, what, what are you guys' thoughts or picks if you guys want to go through it real quick? Yeah, I think um, yeah, it's going to be a great fight, like you said, man. I, I, I really like Sean Porter, dude. I think... When you look at their resumes, who do you think's been in there with the better? Who do you think has a better like oh, Sean, uh, or strength Sean of Porter. schedule? Yeah, yeah. Has the best resume. Sean Porter, man. Sean Porter, man. He's been in there with Errol Spence. Yeah, he beat Jordani Zugas, who just beat Manny Pacquiao. He beat Danny Garcia. You know, he he beat Andre Berto. He beat Adrian uh, Broner. You know, and like you said, is his only three losses are to some really good guys, man. Mm-hmm. And and he's at, but he's been in there with him. You no, know, he was in there with Keith Thurman. Uh, that was a decision. 
loss. He in there with Errol Spence. A decision loss. Split decision loss. Yeah, split decision. Dude. Yeah, man. Those those so, are all close fights. Like I said, he makes. I'm not so sure that Crawford work. finishes him, man. Uh, like Crawford, like he Crawford hasn't been in there with these dudes, you know. Like, and I think experience goes a long way, dude. And I know you know Crawford has experience, but I'm talking about experience against top top level guys. And I know Kel Brook is really good. Uh, and and the way he finished him was impressive. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I think Crawford will sneak away with a win, but I don't think he's gonna dominate Sean Porter. I don't think he'll look as special as he's as he's looked recently. I think Sean Porter uh, Porter puts up a good fight and uh, and it's gonna be close. It's gonna be real. Do you close. think Crawford by decision split? No, I think I think Crawford by decision. I don't know if it'll be split. Might be unanimous, but it's gonna be a close fight. I don't see Crawford, you know, dominating him. But but we'll see. Maybe you'll prove me wrong. Yeah, I got Crawford. I mean, he's one of the best. Um, poorly um, advertised, obviously, like Steve said, but he has it all. Right, Juwan in the boxer, and I think it is going to be a competitive fight, though it's not going to be an easy fight for him at all. But it's going to be exciting, and I yeah, I got Crawford on that fight. Yeah, Chris. Chris said he'll fuck them both up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have asked him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll kick it off to Jeff for the UFC Fight Night Tate versus uh, Vieira, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into it, man. Um, nice. UFC Vegas forty three. And it is headlined by Vieira Tate. And um, got some good fights on this one. It is a free card, guys. But yeah, Michael Chiesa is fighting Sean Brady, which is an awesome welterweight matchup there. Sean Brady's a, a good prospect. Up I, know, I was about to say, you think they'll let us know she's still breastfeeding? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. John Anik. John Anik. Hey, so that, we, we need to all tweet him. Uh, you know, John Anik, a.k.a. Fumbles. Fumbles. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we all got to tweet that guy this week to make sure that he, he remembers to... Let us know if she's still uh, nursing. Right. <laughs> we all want to know. Uh, one one fight on this card, guys, that I want you all to tune into is Adrian Yanez versus Davy Grant. That is going to be a fight, it, yeah. a fight like Rosado Munguia. You want to see that type of that kind of fight in four ounce gloves? Come watch these guys. They're going to do the same thing. I was about to um, say that. Yeah, I love Yanez. Uh, I love his fighting style and. Every time he steps up in the ring, it's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun, man. Uh, Davy Grant is the same way, dude. I've seen him in some brawls, dude, and they're 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 very entertaining fights. Um, but yeah, guys, guys, great card, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. The main event. Uh, what do you guys think? Um, I'm going with Vieira here, dude. I think that she's gonna be too big and strong for Misha Tate. I don't think Tate's gonna be able to take her down and hold her down. I think uh, Vieira wins. Yeah. By yeah. decision. I'm I'm the same way. Decision. Uh, Tate. Tate's ground game didn't look good last last fight, and I think I think Vieira just takes her down, dominates her, and you know just scores more points. DJ looks like he wants to fight you and and Jeff. I'm sorry, just, DJ, I forgot. I'm sorry, I'm here to. I really want to see Mister Tate. Bro, your girl Cyborg already won, so we're no, no, I can't have them all win. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, but uh, yeah, Mister Tate. I, of course, I'm going to go with uh, Mister Tate on this one. I know that uh, that you know she's been off for a while. And that her fight back, she actually looked pretty good for being off for a few years, you know. So let's see how she's doing. If she's warming up to via what? I think she's gonna go to decision, obviously. Okay. I th- I think if she's lactating, she could uh, lactate and make make uh, Vieira slip and capitalize on the slip and get top game. Jesus. Yeah, top. Yeah. <laughs> you think she lactates in the weigh in? Uh, she probably to, yeah she to probably lactates. Water weight. To, yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, like yeah she's struggling. Yeah, like, like she like, like you think no. she pumps. She's pumps. She pumps in the weight 
scale. She, she, yeah, I definitely, <laughs> she definitely pumps and then re, recharge, recharges those for fight night so that she's top heavy when she's on. <laughs> that should just be her thing, dude. Like Stone Cold, like two baby bottles, just smash them and chug them right after making weight. <laughs> I apologize, guys. I guess we don't take women's MMA too seriously. I apologize. I at do. least me, uh, not know. a fight like this. At uh, least I, do. I don't think yeah, either of these girls have like title. I don't, I don't speak for the panel. This is just my opinion. <laughs> they don't have title hopes. Neither of these girls. Yeah, so. but I, I, I no in all seriousness, I do uh, pick uh, Vieira as well. I think she's big Ooh. and strong. And uh, you know what happens when everybody goes against me, right? <laughs> yeah, we, we we usually we're usually right. I think they were winning twenty one seven. Oh, that's an asshole. I think Chris's pick was uh, Tate's breast. So Ooh. I think we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I, mean, I still got Misha Tate. I think she did okay in, in her last fight, though, for real. So I mean, she did. She did decent. do okay. No, yeah, she did. She, for she, not being in there for so she got a stoppage, yeah. And you know, I think. You know, ring rust is a real thing, and she it showed in her last fight. Maybe she she gets more of a rhythm in this one, but this is an opponent that's actually um not you know on their way out basically. Yeah. I'm saying so, this is someone whose game and wants wants to see a title fight too down the line. So, yep, I think this is gonna be a good fight. Yep, it's gonna be good, man. I mean, I hope she wins. I like Misha Tate. I'd I'd rather her win. But if you're asking me for my official pick, I can't pick her in this one, man. I wish. I wish I could. All right. I guess that's all we have for uh, the fight reviews. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back and let's kick it off to Luis for our NFL portion of TDs and Flying Knees. What's going on? Uh, we're just here watching uh, 49ers trash the Rams. <laughs> yeah, who saw that shit coming right? Exactly. Except you, Jay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I called it. I said they haven't beat them. But I mean, wow. who who saw the Steelers tying the, the Lions? I mean, dude, it, it's yeah, like the, yeah. the Steelers didn't want to win, dude. <laughs> there, there's been some really ugly upsets that you would never see coming. You know, this, this year, last week, the Bills losing to the Jags was also like, Crazy, you know, no one saw yeah, that shit no, coming. And I still stand by my statement that if Big Ben was there, I think it still would have been either a three-point win by Steelers or they would have tied. It would have been the same thing. It's honestly. not much not much better. I think they win, but he's not much better. Yeah. Uh, also, the Bucks losing to the, yeah, the, the team Washington with no name, football dude. team. Fucking crazy, team right? With no- and and yeah. before the game, they were like, oh, man, Brady, he's got this awesome matchup. Worst second, worst, one of the worst secondaries in the league, you know, giving up the most points and... He has what you know. He don't even hit his projection this year. Yeah, no, it, it was it was a weird game for the for the Bucks. Uh, yeah, but this, you know what? If you think about it, that happened last year during the playoffs. Exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. The this game you, they throw, just you had just their, throw it out. They might just have their number, right? Yeah, that that game was um, when the playoffs was good. I mean, I think the coach matchups on that one is. Yeah, they might they just, just had a number like like this for the for instance the the rate uh, the Rams and the, the Niners the the coaching the schemes the. I think the Niners just got there now where they beat them every time. Yeah, that might be it, man. Uh, the the last drive that the and Redskins had, I call them the Redskins. Still sorry, Debo, so. right now, what? He has currently, like, what, 26 points, man? Who, who would have thought that he would have been this good for fantasy all year long? Yeah, but real quick, the the, the Washington football team, their last drive lasted over 10 minutes, dude. Yeah, I know. 10-minute drive. 
fucking yeah, crazy. You you kept seeing, you kept thinking, well, like, oh, well, Brady's gonna get it back gonna with get it six back. minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, with two. Oh shit, Ray, yeah. game's over by the time Brady touched it again. Yeah, and and they finished it with a touchdown. Ran. Who would have thought Antonio Gibson? I yeah, mean, best game Jeff, of the season. Benched him. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've been benching that guy, man. <laughs> Fucking use my second does, round. Does that convince you to to play him next week? No, no, it still doesn't, man. Uh, I think they just had surprisingly good uh, game. Like the game script just went went in his favor, and I don't think that's going to happen too often. So if you had Antonio Gibson in your lineup, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah, you know, it's just like one of those things where you made a bad dis- bad choice and you just got really lucky. Yeah. You know, uh, but yeah, I think the majority of Antonio Gibson owners had him on the bench. Well, let, let, let's say for people that have, probably have this choice, Antonio Gibson or Jordan Howard in the uh, against the Saints for the Eagles. And who is uh, Gibson playing? Uh, Gibson is playing the Panthers. Oh, yeah, that's that's another tough one, dude. Um, if I had to pick one of those, I'd probably pick Gibson over Howard. That's just me, though. I know there's three running backs over there right now, right? And you know what? Miles Sanders is coming back this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, so, we don't know. So Yeah, I'm staying away from him. What about Gibson or Carson if he plays against the Cardinals? Oh, that's another tough one, dude. That's like a – I think I think these are toss-ups, man. Like, those are all passes, bro. It's, it's hard. Yes. Like it, You got to stay – but he's saying if you have to pick yeah, one. Yeah, you have to if pick one. Well, I mean, there's people one. that are going to be in the predic- that yeah, predicament gonna this weekend. they're going to have to pick one. But yeah, ideally, you stay away from that. But if you have no choice – it depends what this week. If they come out and say, "Hey, man, Carson gets in full practices this week," and they say he has no limitations, I'd go with Chris Carson. But that's risky too. Dude. He's coming off a neck injury. It's not ideal, but yeah, he's one tackle away from yeah, one wrong you know hit. I mean? Yep. But uh, but also Gibson, he's the some weeks he's out carried, dude. Some so the third stringer uh, last week got more carries than Antonio Gibson and. And McKissick got more targets than him, so it's like yeah, it's that foot injury. It's it's, shin. it's not it's a, uh, it's a shin injury. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're just not clear about it. I think it's just bothering them all week. But I mean, after coming off their bye week, I think it's a good sign that maybe they they see him as healthier. True, true. So, I mean, twenty four carries that that's a lot. Yeah, that's healthy. That's a that's a full workload right there. Another running back I wanted to talk about, uh, Daryl Williams, Kansas City Chiefs. He had eleven rushes for forty three yards. Nine targets, nine catches for 101. Clatter was the letters in there. Where are these nine targets at? You know what I mean? He barely yeah. gets targeted, maybe like two, three targets. True. And, yeah. and supposedly that's what they signed him for. I think they're, they're, um, this year they've kind of, teams have caught on to them, dude, and they're not playing as well offensively. And, you know, past what couple of years they've led the league in, in offense, total offense, and yeah. I don't think they are this year. So, I think they're kind of like changing changing it up, Luis, and I think that's why Williams is starting to get more targets. But I think uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is coming back this week, and uh, if he's fully healthy, then I, I'm actually starting him with more confidence now than before his injury because of the you know the amount of passes that uh, Williams. Yeah, so I don't know, I, dude. I think Darrell Williams might cut into him more. His you work. think so? Yeah, All right, he, yeah he's we'll been looking see. good. Yeah, yes, yes. Well, one thing uh, about Andy Reid too is he with his running backs, he's just as unpredictable as Belichick is. You know, I mean, look I at don't, the I don't Patriots. think he's that bad. I don't know. I mean, before uh, he well, got yeah, hurt, he, had... he he dominated the touches, right? Ooh. Well, he's known, He's known to make stars uh, out of running backs. He 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 he, he does, but I mean. Now you got Derek Gore that did good, and Daryl Williams is, is is doing good. I mean, uh, I'm pretty. I, I remember Damian Williams was taking away a lot of Hunt's touches. Mm. 
when when uh, both of them were there and uh, Hunt was on fire that year, his rookie year. Yeah, and and Damian Williams was still cutting into a lot. Uh, another guy I wanted to talk about, Justin Herbert. He struggling. One hundred ninety-five yards and a touchdown and, and an he, interception. I, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because people are so disrespectful. <clears throat> They're like, "Oh, Justin Herbert is clearly a better quarterback than Dak Prescott." You know, uh, coming into the season and even a few weeks in. And I, I understand Justin Herbert is a franchise quarterback. He's a great quarterback. He's gonna be a great quarterback. But to just Playing out, be like, oh, he's way better than Prescott already, is disrespectful to me, and and I, I think a lot of people are just Dak Prescott haters, but um, but yeah, I think this is like a perfect example of people that just need to like pump the brakes a little bit before you start calling this guy a top, you know, four or five quarterback in the league, yeah, which is, is not yet. Is he an everyday, every week start for you now, or is he matchup based? <laughs> to me, he's matchup based at this point. Yeah, like uh, Anthony, he has a good, he has a, a tough predicament every week. Stafford it's either Stafford or him, and I think. Yeah. I think like some weeks it's going to be Herbert, some it's going to be Stafford. Yeah, I don't think he's an every week start. Depends right. who you got, my bad. But I would always pick Stafford, man. He's like, what, number eight in NFL at least? Yeah. I mean, that's a every week starter, man. Stafford? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he went from streaming option in Detroit to to starter. Um. Well, in uh, so, so like, yeah, lately he has been, but like at the beginning of the season – Herbert was like up there too in yeah, the NFL, yeah. um, but yeah, he's right. come down since then. One another guy I wanted to talk about week, right? uh, was DJ Moore. Seven targets, four receptions, twenty-four yards. Now that he has Cam Newton or or P, PJ Walker, whoever starts, does he have upside? The way you're looking at him, yeah. or do you have him? Do you trade him? Nah, because he already asking for a friend. Because Cam already had DJ, DJ Moore? Moore. He already had time with DJ yeah but he was real young man and and I think Steve Smith was still there yeah 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 uh I think uh, Cam was only there DJ DJ Moore's rookie, rookie year. year yeah I don't know man I I, I, I think, think you try to sell him his, as soon as possible no this is DJ Moore's no this is DJ Moore's third year so no that, that wouldn't be hmm. possible I'd sell him uh, but Cam was there with DJ Moore right yeah One year. Yeah, yeah rookie year yeah, yeah I was gonna say I remember a clip of them yeah. together but to answer your question man honestly Luis you might be able to give him away or trade him to somebody who. What's his value now? If what you're catching him at, right it'd be now? real hard for me to want to trade for him just because of the quarterback situation. Like, can you get a? Do you think can you get a running back two out of him? You get a, a low end RB two or a like a Gibson. Low end. We'll, we'll, yeah, would like you do a, a DJ Moore for Gibson. Yeah, that'd be that. Yeah, that'd be pretty. I would if if that trade was made in in the league, I wouldn't say it was unfair. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see someone do that. I personally well, wouldn't you, do. You might get a trade your way. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. Before you offer me, no, I'm not doing that trade. No. But, or no. Uh, what about uh, DJ Moore for uh, AJ Dillon? Now that they got Jones, looked like he might have an MCL sprain. Oh, I'm the pretty, AJ Dillon. No, knowing how the waiting. Packers' uh, medical staff is, he's gonna miss one week at least. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that if you if you have. Because if you have AJ Dillon, obviously you I have feel like him he's as RB one. If he, he is, if if he secures the starting spot, he's an RB one. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, if you have AJ Dillon, you have him as a backup. I mean, you just have him on your bench as a stash, so you probably have your starting running backs already. And if you're a little bit, if you don't have depth at receiver, you need some receiver help. Yeah, maybe making that trade will help you out a little bit. All right, uh, I guess let's talk about the matchups for this week coming up on week 11 already dude damn nfl season going by quick it's going by yeah. too fast man i'm sad dude now i know tell me about it dude next thing i know i get covid i come back and it's like thanksgiving's gonna be next week yep that's why i got into uh soccer and formula one man i gotta 
Oh, dude, one. Yeah, your so year's gonna go back even <laughs> faster, dude. Yeah. Especially with soccer. Formula One, it's crazy. Right? It's awesome, dude. It's intense, bro. It's really good. I'm not even kidding. Formula One is awesome. They're trying to grow it here in the U.S. in the USA, but it's it's really good. I, I definitely recommend checking it out, man. I just picture a lot of Italian pricks, you know, <laughs> a bunch of rich assholes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Let's start off with the Thursday night matchup: Patriots Falcons. I guess Ramondre Stevenson stands out for me, especially if Damien Harris is out. If Damien Harris is in, are you playing Damien Harris? Probably not. Wait, what? What did what, he miss? Oh, concussion. Yeah, concussion. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'd be confident. You know, playing him. Yeah, I don't think when you come back from a concussion, you're not going to be limited because of the concussion. You're either going to play or you're not. So would it be Damien Harris against the Falcons or uh, Gibson against the Damian Panthers? Harris. Damon Harris. I'm going Damon Harris against the Falcons, yeah. And then uh, if Damon Harris plays Ramondre Stevenson, he's not even a fantasy option at that point, right? I wouldn't be confident, no. No mm. way. Because, the, dude, last time when, the last time he played a healthy game, they had him scoring. They had uh, Stevenson scoring, J.J. Taylor scoring. Yeah. So it was, it was crazy against the Jets. Yeah, yeah they all that. got a bunch of touches, so <laughs> I don't think it's – nah, I wouldn't. Uh, Jacoby Myers, is he flex? Flex worthy for in a deep league, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think he is. Kendrick Bourne, dude, he's been looking real good. Yeah, he uh, has. Man. Is he flex worthy to me? To me, right now, he looks a little more valuable than uh, Myers does. Yeah, I, I think you can waiver definitely. And then Hunter Henry is a, is a streaming tight end for me, dude. I mean, he should be picked up already if people are actually paying attention, because he's been averaging a touchdown every every game. He's he's definitely a max Oop. favorite target, Hunter Henry. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like Hunter Henry, man. He has, uh, I'm going to bring up his numbers real quick. Because, um, yeah, people are, are starting to say, like, hey, he's starting to pay off the last couple weeks. Well, yeah, I mean, well, that's well, because Gianno Smith's too, been hurt. Let's not get too Gianno Smith's been hurt, too. Excited. That, that, I think that's what it is. He too. only had four targets. So No, no, yeah, two. he's not getting, he just gets red zone targets. Right, right. I think, in honestly. A, uh, in a tight end landscape, I mean, that's good, dude. I mean, in, yeah, you're right. If he gets you a touchdown, that's eight points that you're not getting somewhere else. Yeah, and uh, I think he got four targets. Bourne got four targets. Jacoby Myers also got four targets. So yeah, it's 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 I mean, something I'd try I mean, to stay away from. Dude, and Mac, he's I, I know he's not a fantasy option, so I don't want to get too much in debt. But Mac looks good. He looks like the best rookie quarterback this year. He does look like he does look pretty good for a quarterback. You know, he throws the ball and moves in the pocket. But yeah, on the other side, the Falcons. I uh, will watch out for Cordell Patterson. Uh, he had a mild sprain this game against the Cowboys, and honestly, if Patterson's out, that offense looks terrible because all they have, all they do, is shut down Pitts. After that, yeah, uh, and they're actually saying it looks like a high ankle sprain, is what I read. And high ankle sprain is bad. That's the one that he's going to yeah, be out for a like three weeks. weeks. Like IR at least. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than Pitts. And Patterson, if, if he's healthy, are you playing any other Falcon? I play Mike Davis now. I think they have no choice. If, if Patterson's out? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I you think you have no choice now. Or they have no choice. It's yeah. going to be him. Damn. Yeah, everybody's relying on him. And then, uh, all right, well, on to the Sunday matchups. Ravens-Bears. Uh, Ravens, Lamar Jackson, of course. Hollywood Brown, 13 targets. I know they haven't been good. They've been forced targets. But, I mean, they're 13 targets. Uh, you have to start them. Yeah, yeah, I'm um uh Rashad Bateman, is he flex worthy for you? 
like risky. It's a risky flex. Yeah, yeah I'm using it as a flex, and it's pretty risky. I mean, most of the points are coming from like, kick returns. Can we Mark, get Cooper yeah. Cup out of this game? <laughs> Fucking pointless. Right Mark now. Andrews uh, is he's he's a weekly start. Uh, he's been he's been great. Uh, on the bear side, I don't think I'm starting anybody other than what well, is Montgomery if if he starts. I think that's the only bear I will start. Yeah. Maybe Mooney in a in a, as a deep deep flex. Yeah, I'm only comfortable with Montgomery. Packers Vikings Aaron Rodgers you start Devontae Adams AJ Dillon if especially if Jones is out yeah. AJ Dillon's a smash play even if he's in dude this week because you know he's gonna be limited, limited if he does yeah. play he ain't getting a full workload yeah dude I mean Dillon he's been looking even better catching the ball I mean he had two catches for sixty something yards he had a fifty fifty yard catch and he's gonna get the goal line carries so. exactly Cook on the other side Jefferson's been looking great Dillon. Ah, that's a questionable flex for me. It's it's a toss up, dude. Boomer bust. I think yeah. he's a boomer bust. Coglin is is always a streaming tight end just because of this red, red zone, zone targets. Yeah. Two touchdowns this week. Yeah, exactly. I think One two, of them. Three targets, two touchdowns, or something like that. Yeah, no, he actually had Four he times. had two targets, three catches because one of them wasn't a target. I think because it was a deflected ball. Does that count as a target? Yeah, he's still the target. Yeah. No, but he wasn't at all. Was, it was, it was oh, going to like Jefferson oh. and they got no, flicked. Yeah, then probably not. Yeah. So he 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 might have t- two catches, one had, target. He had three receptions, 11 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Colts, Bills, Jonathan Taylor's been the best running back so far. You started. Best running back in the league. And it's back. funny because I it, I came in, in the league oh, not knowing about Jonathan Taylor, questioning because of Marlon Mag being healthy, Hines always taking in work. I mean, I, I but you. he's clearly the, 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 the man. Oh yeah, yeah. dude. I was like, when when we were having a TDFK draft, DJ, and, and you were, uh, you know, you were up to pick, and there was still Jonathan Taylor, and this is on the way back. This is your second pick. Yeah. You already picked Montgomery uh, McCaffrey, so we're on the way back. You you were the first pick, McCaffrey, all the way back, and uh, I picked Austin Eckler over Jonathan Taylor, and I was hoping that you would pick Taylor. I would. Ho- I was just hoping yeah. Gibson made it back to me. And he did. And I was so happy. I was like, yes, I don't have to take no, Jonathan Taylor. Fuck yeah. Honestly, Taylor in the second round is still terrible. <laughs> that, that's where I got him in, in the in the other league, the, the $400 league. That's where I have him. I have a, I got Shaquan at the eighth spot, which yeah. I hated because, you know, you had to take him in that spot. And then yeah. Jonathan Taylor coming back, I also... Was not happy about that pick. Yeah, that's funny how it fucking works out like that. Um, man, but. Bills, you play Josh Allen. Uh, you play Diggs. Knox, I know he only had one reception, but how tight ends are, you, you start them if you have them. Yeah, and I don't know if I sent you guys a clip, but uh, there's a clip of uh, so Josh Allen actually has Dawson Knox on his fantasy team. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, he does. He really does. Oh, um. So that's that funny. people are saying like, hey, this is why this is why he's a must start because fucking Josh <laughs> Allen has him. Points, yeah. That's why fucking Stefan Diggs, he probably he probably don't have Diggs this year. So uh, Singletary or Moss. I mean, it, it's weird. You thought Moss was going to have a smash play, but it turns out to be freaking Matt Breida to be the best running back for the Bills that day. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not messing with that backfield. Lions, <laughs> Browns, Lions, uh, Swift, Hawkinson. That's it. 
Fuck no. I, I'm not even happy starting Hawkinson anymore. Dude. <laughs> Luckily, I still won my league somehow. A, a tight end of his caliber, you still got to start him. Yeah, you know you're I mean? right. You're yeah. right. But not comfortably, dude. I'm not going to be confident but, anymore with sorry as Honestly, Jared Goff lo- looking the ball. at that game, whenever they would zoom in, it was terrible. Like weather. rain, rainy yeah. weather. Yeah, it was bad. And you would not be able to tell looking at the TV from, but, from uh, how it was zoomed out, but it was a terrible game. They should, the, the receivers, though, should be able to. To get open easier because I thought Jared Goff, Jared Goff has sixty three yards. Yeah, all pass, game. Yeah, dude, his best, his best target, his number one target had one target all game, no catches. T.J. Hawkinson, one target, no catches. Fucking terrible, man. Terrible week. <laughs> On the other side for the Browns, if Chubb plays, you play him. Uh, yeah. that's about it for me. Especially yeah. if Mayfield's not there, because Keenum just lo- looks even worse. <laughs> it's hard to look worse than Baker Mayfield. Yeah, honestly. exactly. I think yeah. people need to stop. stop no, bro, with, the, the Browns are already talking about he's not the future. Yeah, dude, I've been saying it for like three years now, dude. He ain't, he ain't going to get them anywhere, dude. Baker Mayfield is trash. Yeah. He is trash. You think uh, you're any victim out of, in, in the commercials? Because, you know, he lives at the football stadium. <laughs> yeah. Washington Panthers. Uh, Gibson, you start. McLaurin, you start. Logan Thomas, if he's back, you start. If not, the his backup. Is startable because he's out there every play. Yeah. Panther side, DJ Moore, he's he's becoming a questionable flex at this point for me. Yep. Uh, I I know he gets hyper. Robbie Anderson actually had a touchdown reception. It, exactly. It's just uh, it's it's so Cam ugly, Newton. dude. I thought dude, this it, was gonna be his breakout year, and it was starting to look like it. Yeah, he was doing but, good, man. But McCaffrey being out just. I yeah, just yeah. stop that offense. I think that's what it was. He's back uh, though, baby. Yeah, Christian yeah. McCaffrey, you start, of course. Oh yeah, and that's about it for me. Hey, uh, so if Cam Newton ever, you know, is declared the starter, full time starter, you starting him? No, 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 bro. He's, um, he's only Carolina. gonna he's only gonna butcher red zone for for McCaffrey. That's all he's doing, bro. Probably right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Texans, Titans, Texans, Brandon Cooks. That's it for me. Yeah, that's it for me. That, that sounds about right. <laughs> Titans, AJ Brown, and Tannehill. Tannehill startable. Uh, yeah, you can't start any of them running backs, dude. Yeah, Adrian Peterson. Peterson looks, I don't know what they did with he him. He looks ass. They, Nichols they looks just, ass. The, the guy who looks the best is Foreman, and yeah. he's not that good. I mean, but, he's he's like a Walmart version of Derrick Henry. Dude, I don't think McNichols looks that bad. They just don't want to give him the ball for. No, he doesn't reason. look that bad. They 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 just don't use him right. Yeah, they don't. They try to use him off the passing game, and that guy can't catch to save his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 49ers, Jaguars. Uh, you start Debo. He's a smash play. Oh, yeah. Use check, maybe. I don't know. Dude. Will there be any, uh, Kyle uh, Shanahan? You never know what running back to put. Hey, DJ, will there yeah, be Mitchell any, uh, sure. Eli Mitchell? Yeah, Eli, Eli Mitchell. Mitchell. Will there be any, uh, more ass catches in this game? They, they could <laughs> what's the, what's the rushing stat line right now for this game right here? Because Jeff it Wilson, like Jeff he was trying to like, Jeff Wilson's in there his, a good amount into his butt. Uh, for for the Jaguars, you start James Robinson. Dan Arnold is actually a, a start for me. Yeah, he's been getting game. really good targets from Trevor Lawrence, and he he's he's been the best the best receiver in that team. Yeah, but that's it for me for Jaguars. Just Robinson and Dan Arnold. Yep. By the way, Wilson only got twenty eight yards. Mitchell has uh eighty two yards and no touchdown. How many rushes or rushing attempts for who Wilson? Both. Uh, Wilson got 10 attempts and uh, 
Mitchell got 24. See, I mean, it's Debo so, got five rushing attempts. God damn, dude. 36 yards and a touchdown. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins, Jets. Waddle, maybe? J- Jamison Crowder, maybe? For sure, if if Dan White is is a quarterback for the Jets, I'm starting uh, Michael Carter just because he gets all, a lot of targets. Mm. Yeah. Uh, for the Dolphins, I'm starting Waddle. Miles Gaskin is a flex. Uh, would you do Miles Gaskin or DJ Moore? In the flex. If two is playing, then I go with Gaskin. Because I feel like when two is in the game, they get there's more like screens called and like yeah. dump off passes. Brissett's more like tries to get the ball upfield, you know, like to the receivers or tight ends. For sure, Gesicki, you got to start. You see, he gets a lot of targets. He with had a goose egg this week, too. He did, but you still got to start him with all them targets. And he had eight targets yeah. and no catches, dude. Wow. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah. Saints, Eagles. Uh, Whatever running back, if if Kamara starting, if not, Mark Ingram is 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 a running back too in his spot. I don't like any receiver for the Saints. Nope, <laughs> to only the running away. backs, and that's it. Yep. Uh, Eagles, Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith. I wouldn't just because of the Lattimore matchup. Goddard, keeping close close attention to him if if he's. The Saints have a good rushing defense too. Yeah, so exactly. So I don't give up much touchdowns. I'm only starting Hurts uh, and Goddard. For the Eagles, that's it. Bengals, Raiders, uh, Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins is startable for me. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Am I in the Raiders side? Uh, no Burrow? Bye week starter? I, th- I think he, I think it'll be okay. Who's in like, bye week this week, Chris? Uh, but uh, I don't know. Burrow, he's... Uh, I think it's, it's the Rams coming up, isn't it? Yes, yes, the Rams. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, Stafford. so Burrow for Stafford. Yeah. Would you rather... Do Burrow or Jimmy G against Jaguars or Trevor Lawrence on the other side against the Niners? Jimmy G's been lining up. Man. Burrow. I'm going Burrow. I'll go Jimmy G. I'll never pick Jimmy G again. Uh, Heineke against the Panthers or Burrow? Who's Burrow playing? Burrow's playing the Raiders. Burrow. Burrow. Kirk, Kirk Cousins against the Packers or Joe Burrow against the Raiders? Joe Burrow. Yeah, it's only Teddy Bridgewater and Stafford that are in the bye. Joe Burrow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then we'll Joe Burrow's stream will start. Yeah. Uh, The other side in the Raiders. The Chiefs just did to the Raiders. So Josh Jacob. I put the divisional games. I I I can you can never trust those. It's true. What's going on right now? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh Josh Jacobs, he's startable. I know when they lose, he sucks. When they win, he's good. It's weird. Definitely. Waller has been sucking ass, but you gotta start him. Ramfro. Uh, PPR leagues, he's really good. Uh, Brian Edwards had a, had a lot more targets than Ralph Rose. I don't uh, think you can blame. Yeah, three, Waller. four targets, three catches for eighty-eight yards and touchdown. Let's just say that real quick. You, you cannot blame Darren Waller. He's he's probably the third best tight end in the league. No, just, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like it, you just got to start. Let's just him, say that Derek Carr has been sucking. Has been looking his way, you know, which is crazy because the guy is so damn good. You know, uh, let me let me just see. I just want to see. I'm curious. Like, how many targets do y'all think he got? Uh, four. Let's see. Three. Seven targets, four receptions, 24 yards. Oh, dude. sorry. I thought we were talking about receptions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, four receptions. And then on to the next game, which, in my opinion, the, the, the game of the weekend, Cowboys-Chiefs. Uh, Prescott, you start. Amari Cooper, you start. Uh, CeeDee Lamb has a, they said, a muscle contusion on his arm. So keep that. I mean, they, they set him out the rest of the game. Hopefully with some rest, he'll be able to play. 
Hopefully not because Amari Cooper, you know, is on my team. And you traded away CD Lamb. Yeah, no. Do you regret uh, it yet? No, no. You still don't regret that? No. Schultz. Guys, Ouch. I won. Wow. By I how won. many? By two? By no, by four points. Four points. Wow. And he was playing Kittle. He must said. be pissed. Oh, baby. I told you that touchdown he, pass. He, he needed how many he need? Like twenty six from two players? Yeah, yeah, uh, no, he needed yeah, twenty six and he had Kittle and Jefferson from the Rams. So. Damn, sorry, Tony. Uh uh Schultz suck, Schultz, do you play? Would you rather play Schultz against the Chiefs or Dan Arnold? That's a toss up against the Jets. Yeah, I think it's a toss up, man. But I'd rather maybe go Arnold. Dan Arnold. Because yeah. I feel like watching this game, I feel like Michael Gallup took away all of Schultz's targets. And I know it's it's a it's a weird sample because it, you know, forty three to three. I mean game the game script, was yeah, yeah, exactly. Game was out of la- out of hand, so this game we might we're playing the Chiefs, so we might have to go take for yeah. ten. Yeah, we might be losing by ten, you know, and we need to throw the ball a lot. Would you go Schultz or Goddard against the Saints? Hey, hey, that's gonna be, you know, this is gonna be my pick for the week. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell people to start Dalton Schultz. You know why? Because I think we, it is gonna be a shootout, and um, you know, our, our receivers are gonna be the ones that get all the attention. Man, watch, and I think Schultz is gonna be there. He's gonna be open for for Prescott. And Prescott has shown. In games before the season, that he is uh, comfortable getting the ball to Dalton Schultz when everybody else is covered. So that's going to be my big start for the week. I expect Dalton Schultz to be a top five tight end this week. That's my bold prediction, guys. To, me, see. to be honest, I think I think everybody's going to get lit up in this game on both teams. You know, everybody's yeah. going to get. But definitely, I think Schultz and, and the receivers. Uh, I think Gallup's going to get a lot of a lot of touches on this too. He was force feeding it to him on the. Okay. Yeah, he was, dude. Uh, on the other side, Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, uh, Kelsey. Is there any other Chiefs? Uh, Daryl Williams or or Clyde Edwards-Alaire if he starts? Are you, are you comfortable starting them in the flex? Yeah, if, if Clyde Edwards-Alaire starts, I'm comfortable with it. I would start him. if As long as you know he gets in. The key is if he gets in full practices. If he's practicing in full, that means he has no limitations. He's good to go. Uh, then I would start him. If if Clyde Rosalera is limited, doesn't get in any fu- a full practice, then I would be more worried about starting him. Would you play Elaire or Montgomery against uh, the Montgomery? Ravens? Probably play Montgomery's healthy, right? It was, it was just a, they're coming off their bye week. Yeah, I'd play Montgomery. Or how you were saying the foul, uh, Mike Davis against the Patriots, or or uh, stay Clyde away from Davis. Allaire. I think their defense yeah. is really good here. All right, on to the next matchup then. Cardinal Seahawks. I think this game's going to be boring. Just like that Green Bay game. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, Russell Wilson looks like he's trying to force himself to come back way too early. Yeah, I think so too. He looked like a guy that couldn't grip the ball right. And just. Did you see the yeah, press conference normal. too? Normal to me. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how uh, they played great. It was just a couple mis- mi- mishaps. That's all he said. <laughs> he's the most he positive, said they were moving the most group positive ball. person that I've ever. Definitely. I've ever watched the yeah, interview in the NFL. Yeah, he's a real positive person, but that's a good thing, man. Uh, on the it's Cardinals side, though, uh, Colt McCoy was uh, out for a chest injury for the rest of the game. So the Panthers played with a third string for like quarter and a half. Uh, Kyler Murray might still be out. Uh, are you comfortable starting any Cardinal if if Kyler Murray is out? Maybe uh, James, James I'd start Connor, Connor if yeah. Edmonds is still out. Yeah, because that Seahawks defense is Yeah, if Kyler Murray, if Kyler Murray does start, uh, does AJ and then Hawkins is out, does AJ Green 
Sound interesting to you now? He's flexible, but I think Christian Kirk is more is a better Kirk. option. Yeah. So would you do Christian Kirk or DJ Moore? If Murray's playing, I'd probably go Christian Kirk. Yeah, I, think, I think Christian Kirk over more. Especially if Hopkins is out. Even. Yeah. Nah, okay. Uh, on the other side, the Seahawks, uh, Russell Wilson, are you starting him with, based on his performance? You have to start him, man. It's Russ. At, at the spot, Russ, right? Russ, yeah. Rusty Wilson. Unless you had a badass backup, bro, or you're uh, D- confident on a streamer. DK Metcalf, uh, Lockett, are they startable? You have to start. Starting Burrow or Russ? Ooh. Because I'm sure a lot of people probably have that. You know, I might go Burrow. I might, for the matchup, I'll go Burrow, I think. These divisional games, I don't like. What would you uh, do, Steve? Uh, I'll never pick against Seahawks, so. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Lockett or DJ Moore? <laughs> Lock it, bro. I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. Lock it. I'll take Lockett over. Yeah, he I don't know, dude. Gerald targets. Everett was getting a lot of looks. He got like eight targets, I think. I think that was just the game because he's he hasn't been getting any right. kind of well, looks. Okay, here's an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, but Russell Wilson's fingers hurt now, so yeah, maybe here's that's an why interesting he's one. Tyler Lockett or Brandon Cooks against the Titans? Oh, Brandon Cooks. Who's Brandon his quarterback? Uh, Tyra Taylor is back. He's back? Yeah. I'd probably go with Cooks then. If he's back, yeah, if Taylor's healthy. He's probably bombing out to him. So Seahawks are playing who next? Pittsburgh? The Cardinals. Cardinals. Oh, the Cardinals. Cardinals. Sorry, Cardinals. Divisional. Tough, yeah, boring it's tough. game. Tough. So it is. Yeah. You know? uh, then Sunday night game, Steelers-Chargers. Like I said, if Big Ben's back, that's a Sunday night game. They better move that shit. <laughs> if they better move it out of there, fuck the, that. I don't want to watch uh, that. With Big Ben, I'm sorry, Kevin, but with Big Ben back, the Steelers just don't don't. Dude, look. The Steelers suck. Let's just yeah. get that out yeah. of the way. But right But Deontay now. Johnson, I mean, he gets hyper. Firemuth, Firemuth, and Deontay Johnson are, are if Big Ben starts are are good. They're good. Yeah, Firemuth lost him the game. Najee Harris, I, feel, I bet he feels is, terrible is, is right startable. now. Startable, that dude. Touches the ball 30 times a game. Oh, Jeez. he's a great fantasy. Yeah. yeah. For fantasy, Najee Harris is a top t- top three back. You know, and he's uh, Taylor number one. On the Chargers, are you going Justin <clears throat> Herbert or Burrow? I'm going Burrow. He ain't been looking that great, man. Like especially against the Steelers. And then against a good defense. Yeah. The Steelers are a good defense. But I think, uh, you know, that's the only thing that keeps them in these games is their defense. Yeah. But I, I don't think like them... They're not going to make any noise in the playoffs. They're not going to beat a good team, you know. Like they're they're not going to get anywhere. And then the uh, running backs, Eckler, of course, you start. He touches the ball a lot. Mike yeah. Williams, I I don't know, bro. Stock is definitely going down. Uh, Keenan Allen stays. I mean, eleven targets, eight catches, ninety eight yards. I mean, he's he he's the safe man. He's the go to guy. Clearly, yeah, wide receiver one there. Mike Williams or DJ Moore. Mike uh, Williams. I'll go yeah, Mike Williams. Really? Yeah, I'd still go Mike Williams. Mike Williams or Tyler Lockett? Mike Williams. He ain't Mike falling Williams. that far. Mike Williams or T. Higgins against the Raiders? That's a close one for me. That's a close one for me. I, I might go T. Higgins. Yeah, I might go T. Higgins. Another one, Mike Williams or Michael Pittman? Who's uh, the Colts playing? Colts are playing the Bills. Oh, Mike Williams. All right. And then Monday night game, Giants, Buccaneers. Uh, if Shake, I hope Shake one's back. I hope he is. I hope he's not. I hope Shake one's back. <laughs> but other than that, uh, Daniel Jones is is a streamer. 
They'd be dumb, like to to like even rush him slightly. He better be one hundred and fifty percent because their season's done. Like I don't, it'd be dumb for them to rush I him. Thought I thought they're making a comeback. <laughs> uh, is Tom Brady startable after his performance this week? Of course, of course. QB one, uh, Leonard Fournette. I I start him. He I, I touches like, the ball a lot, gets yeah. targets. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Uh, Mike Williams, Godwin, they're startable. Uh, Antonio Everybody. Brown. Hopefully, if he's back, he's. Uh, would you go Antonio Brown or uh, Pittman against the Bills? Is this the matchup right here? Yes. Playing the Giants, these guys. Yeah. Giants just have a good defense, dude. I I, I think so. No, nah, I'm going AB. As long as like I like I said earlier, full practices, no limitations. I'll go Antonio Brown. Would you go uh, Daniel Daniel Jones or Justin Herbert against the Steelers? I right there I go Herbert just because of the name. Yeah. You you don't want to miss out you on, can't on overthink a 30 that. point. Yeah, don't overthink it. Yeah. Herbert. Uh Tua or or Daniel Jones. Tua's against the Jets. Is Tua playing though? Right? He should be playing. Yeah, he played this. Uh, Jaco- I mean, yeah, he looked good. Uh, he still has a fracture on his middle finger in the throwing hand, so I don't know. He didn't look that good. But um, yeah, I mean, I want to play Tua. I and uh, well, yeah, I'd go, I'd go, uh, Tua. All right, and then uh, before we we end the show, DJ, do you want to talk about our starts and sits? I know we haven't done it. We we try and be consistent, guys, but you know, shit happens. I got poisoned and <laughs> yeah, shit fell apart. Yeah, so we got a uh, uh, we just got one of each for uh, the start. So the first start, let's go, uh, James Conner. Yeah, I mean, the matchups exactly. Uh, Edmonds is out; he's in the IR, and especially if if Murray's in or out, I think James Conner's going to get plenty of the balls. They use him a lot on screens, and he gets all the goal line touches. Definitely, definitely. So that's definitely uh, the start if you got him. And um, Smith, Devontae, right? Devontae Smith. Yeah, yeah, we're sitting him yeah. against the Saints because of Lattimore. Yeah. Uh, Lattimore shuts down people. I mean, AJ Brown had seven targets for one catch, two yards against Lattimore. Lattimore was on them all game. Yeah, that's that. Uh, that Saints defense is a real deal, and they really don't give up a lot of points. All right, guys, and that will conclude our show today. Thank you for watching, and again, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe, um. Hit that little no, uh, that bell so you get notified when we drop shows. And we do drop shows once a week. And uh, yeah, guys, uh, like I said, tell a friend to tell a friend. Thank you to tune in to TDs and Flying Knees. What episode was this? 24? 25? 26? We're close. We'll figure it out. I think it was, I think 20, it was 26. Yeah, I think yeah, it was 26. 26. It's going by fast. You stop with the rhymes. You, you threw me off. I know, man. <laughs> it got really hard. So it got really hard rapping. It got really hard doing that. <laughs> But again, guys, thank you for watching. Uh, we got to go for you guys, our listeners. We need uh, some more subscribers. So your mission out there is to uh, try to get someone to subscribe because I think the last couple episodes we dropped, we haven't even got uh, any new subscribers, man. You know what I mean? So we need you. We need the TDFK army to spread the word. You know what I'm saying? We'll get Chris to find some info on you. Yeah, if you guys do not get a subscriber chris will show up <laughs> in your house undetected and uh, you will probably well, die. you wouldn't even know who it was yeah, you, you will die well <laughs> actually chris is really 
he'll probably wake you up just to fuck with you, <laughs> just scare you. He likes to that fear. Yeah. Anyway, he said that it makes the blood taste good. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, but seriously, guys, uh, for real, let's get some subscribers. Tell a friend to tell a friend, and until next time. God bless. See you at the top. Weed helped me beat COVID.